I do believe we have some very tough times ahead for our country. And most in Washington are refusing to address the true scope of the situation. Some folks may have to work well into their 80s if they want to provide for any kind of golden years. The stock market's initial gains simply shadowed the money printing trail. And it won't be very long before this money from heaven becomes a path to hell. So few people have enough money to retire. Welcome to Label on Fire with Label Sternbach, the financial independence and retirement show dedicated to helping you build the life of your dreams as fast as possible with as little stress as possible. Amazon best-selling author Label Sternbach is the author of both Living with Financial Anxiety and Authenticity. Label's advice has been featured in countless publications, including Reader's Digest, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, CNN Business, Investment News, and Market Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Label on Fire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Libel on Fire. I have the pleasure of being with Mr. Libel Sternbach. He's Amazon's best-selling author of Living with Financial Anxiety, and also he's the author of Authenticity. I'm just curious, what was the impetus for Living with Financial Anxiety? Where did that come from, Libel? Yeah, so I was I was trying to think through how do how do I actually explain to someone the real process of creating a financial plan and setting yourself up for success in the future? And what I really came to the conclusion of, and I don't think I'm alone in this because like, this seems to be a movement now, is that a lot of it is mindset, right? That we hold ourselves back. And the biggest stumbling block, I think, that for money in general, but a lot of things in life is that we act out of fear. And so when I was thinking about financial planning, right, and we're thinking about retirement, what the biggest thing that we have, everything that we do is based upon this fear that we're going to run out of money, this fear that we're not going to be able to put food on the table, that we're not going to be able to enjoy ourselves. And that's what really all of us operate out of. We work so hard our entire life to save money so that we have it in retirement when we can't work. And then we work really hard in retirement to hold on to every penny that we can. So living with financial anxiety was like, let's acknowledge this fact. Let's acknowledge the fact that we live in fear, that we live in fear of money, and that money in a lot of ways holds us prisoner. And let's, instead of trying to create the best financial plan, instead of trying to find the best investment strategy, mm -hmm. let's find the investment strategy. Let's find the thing that will allow us to enjoy life because allow us to make sound financial decisions. When we're operating out of fear, we all know this, right? We all know that we make bad decisions when we're afraid, when we're afraid of losing out, when we're afraid of missing out, we make bad decisions, right? It's the, there's so many studies that point to this. We know this personally. So to me, rule number one about money is to make it so that it doesn't have a hold on you. And the way you do that is by knowing with certainty that you have that your essentials are covered, right? That no matter what happens in life, no matter what happens to the markets, you will always be able to put food on the table, a roof over your head, and whatever you consider to be essential you'll be able to take care of, right? And so that's why I call it living with financial anxiety. You can't conquer it. You can't make it not happen. What you can do is figure out a way to live with it and rule it instead of it ruling you. And once you are able to do that, then the world's your oyster. 
That's really interesting. So as you learn to cope and live with this uncertainty or the anxiety, so how do you put that together when you look at the current state of the stock market? How do you balance that mindset with how the stock market is responding today? So the goal is that your finances should be so stable that you should be able to look at what's happening in the market and laugh at it and be like, oh, great, I made, you know, money today. Oh, great, the idiots are running the market. Someone let the inmates run the asylum. That should be your goal, right? And when you get to that point where money doesn't have a hold on you because your essentials are covered, because no matter what happens in the market, you're safe then, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Everything is an opportunity now. So that, so the world really is your oyster in that case. So then is it possible to make money in the stock market without taking on any risk? Is that what you're talking about? So, yes, I think that there are lots of ways to go about participating in the stock market without, with limiting your risk, right? You can never eliminate your risk. You can change what type of risk you have. But when we talk about the risk of running out of money in retirement, when we talk about the risk of not being able to put food on the table, the risk of having to change our lifestyle, then absolutely, hell yes, we better make sure that's not a risk when we invest in the market. Because if it is a risk that when we invest in the market, then you aren't going to be able to sleep at night. And me as your advisor is not going to be able to sleep at night. So we need to make sure that's protected. And there, and then when we do invest in the market, we need to make sure that the risks we're taking on are risks that we're okay with. Because The last thing I want is for you to be waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, wondering what's happening with your money, wondering if you're going to lose it all, if you're going to lose too much of it, right? My wife is a very conservative person, and she she constantly worries about running out of money. doesn't matter how much money we have. That's just a fear she has, right? So making sure that the investments that she takes on, that that what she sees in her bank account, what she sees in her brokerage account mm-hmm. is something that she can live with. And that's incredibly important. And there are lots and lots of ways to manage your downside, whether that means getting contracts and contractual obligations. So the market goes down, you have a buyer who will lock in your downside and limit your losses or absorb your losses, or transfer your risk. There are lots of ways to do it, but it's definitely something that you should do. So how do you do this as an individual investor libel? So the there are two basic ways to do it as an individual investor. The number one is you find someone else who's willing to take on the risk, and you can do that using something called like a buffered product or a structured note or options. And so these are essentially, you find people who are willing to take on the other side of that risk. And so you say, I don't want the first 10% of losses in the market. I don't want the first 20% of losses, right? Which is where the vast majority of losses occur, right? The market for the most part doesn't break that 20% number or that it's really, it's like, it's I think 12 or 13% and rarely breaks that number except when it's going to really drop. So you say, Whatever that number is, I want you to absorb that first percentage of losses. And there are people who will take the opposite side of that any day. And in exchange, they'll say, you don't get all the upside, right? If the market goes up more than, let's say, 10% or 15% or 30%, whatever that number is, we want the upside on that. 
And you say, okay, that's a deal I'm willing to take. And it's constantly changing what those numbers are, but you find numbers that are comfortable with you and you find a willing participant and that's it. You, the insurance companies have made a living out of doing that exchange over and over again. Banks, right? CDs used to be the way to do that. They've become harder and harder because the interest rates were really low. Well, that they're coming back, CDs are another way of doing that. Structured notes, which is their exchange-traded products. So these are like the, and think of them as private annuities with more volatility that you can buy and sell. You can buy them. And there's lots of providers who, who have different versions of them. So it's just a matter of finding what you're comfortable with. Everyone, Libel Sternbach, and we're talking about the stock market. So how do we become like a Warren Buffett? How do, is there, do you watch a stock intently to see whether or not you need to buy more of it or to buy it in the first place? Is there one that you're watching from a Warren Buffett perspective that you might suggest? So... I personally do not watch stocks. I do not. I think that it's, I think that if you're like Warren Buffett and you've got that kind of money and that kind of time horizon, or you're an insurance company or Google, then sure, you can pick individual stocks. Me and you, I, I don't have time to pick stocks. I don't have time to research them. And as you personally experience, right? You can think the company is the best thing in the world and then discover that everything's fraud, right? And you had Enron. We had a Volkswagen that was cheating on their diesel emissions. We have WeWork that was like, the guy was just like embezzling left and right and nothing made any sense on the books. We have Ernest & Young, which is the accounting company that audits all of these companies and has discovered, and has been discovered that basically they're not really auditing any of these companies and they're not doing their job properly. So we're, we're as a regular investor, are we supposed to turn to and really say this company is going to skyrocket and go to the moon versus this other one, right? There, there is no picking stocks as far as I'm concerned. What I want is I want the average market return. That is my goal. I want to get the average and I don't want to get the average downside. I want just the average upside. Wow. So how do you stay focused? How do you stay disciplined when you see the bottom falling out or you see the profit margin is really outsized and you go, oh my goodness, how do you stay focused and not go too high or too low when you see the movement in the marketplace? So this goes back to what we were talking about initially, right? Of living with financial anxiety. It's it, once we accept that, yeah, the highs and lows, that's what it means to participate in the Wall Street roller coaster. So the only way we can make sure that we're not beholden to it is to make sure that we're not beholden to it, right? That our livelihood, that our ability to enjoy life isn't tied to the stock market. And in, until we know that with certainty, until we know that with utmost confidence that we, that our essentials are taken care of and that, you know, that nothing that can happen in the market will affect our ability to retire and stay retired until that happens. And yeah, you're right. You're going to have those ups and downs, but I'm telling you the second you realize that your future isn't tied to the market, that the, that it, no matter what happens in the market, you're taken care of. It will change the game and you will see it as a video game, as a casino, as something for you to win at. Libel, I love winning. And he is the author of the book, Living with Financial Anxiety. What would you suggest? Is there a special report that we can refer our listeners to to talk about managing the mental Olympics, I'm going to call it, of working with and looking at the stock market? 
Yes, I highly recommend my book, <laughs> Living with Financial Anxiety. Number one, um, yes. <laughs> yes, number one, I highly recommend that. I've got also on my website, I've got smaller versions of that. I've got articles on it, as well as I've got a class specifically on investments and retirement planning where we talk about that. But it's the goal is to not have to do the Olympics, right? It's to make it not be exercise, right? When you think about exercise, right, in, in working out, Right. When you do it initially, it's something that's difficult, but then when your body gets used to it and it's no longer something that you got to force your body to do, it becomes addictive and it's, it is a change and it's because you're in a different place and that's what you want for your retirement, you, for your investments. We, as long as your livelihood, as long as the food on your table is your essentials is tied to the market, you know, amount of head game is going to help you. Right. Because there is a very real danger of you, uh, of the market wiping you out. And as long as that danger is real and present, you're going to feel at risk and you should feel at risk. It's about protecting against the dangers that will free you. We only have a few seconds left. If leave us with something that uh, we can really sink into, is there a safe way to invest in the stock market right now? Absolutely. There is a safe way to invest in the stock market and safe obviously is relative. You're giving up either upside or time or, or you're accepting a certain amount of risk, but what is safe for me and what is safe for you is a different thing. So the key is to find the strategy and the numbers that work for you. And we have a process for doing that for our clients. If you're interested, reach out to us. I'm more than happy to walk you through that process. But there are lots of ways to participate in the market and feel safe. All right, we'll leave it right there. Michael Sternbach, YieldsForYou.com. The name of the book again is Living with Financial Anxiety. And there's another entitled Authenticity. I'm Freddie Bell. Thank you for being with us. And we'll get together again next time with the... Bible Sternbach. Thanks for listening to this episode of Libel on Fire. If you would like to see how the Yields for You team can help you get off the Wall Street roller coaster and save you money on taxes so you can live the life of your dreams, book an appointment online at yieldsforyou.com. That's yieldsforyou.com. Or call 410-914-4894. That's 410-914-4894. Yields for You is a registered investment advisor in the state of New York and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Content should not be viewed as legal or tax advice. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation.